This is Kenan with the podcast, Hard Boys, with Aaron's Kong. This is Vic. Say some more, Vic, please. Uh, I missed a nine-point shooter buck. Yes, you did. On Saturday. Because you ain't got a whisker biscuit. <laughs> you should have a shaved whisker biscuit. <laughs> I didn't go home because I'm a bitch. <laughs> I like that. Hardwood Boys, episode 39. Yeah, uh, kind of like my hunting on Saturday. Yeah, what well, this is uh, the Hardwood Boys Eye Podcast. Um, Kenan, Brandon, and uh, Vic sitting here. Ben is still out of uh, sorts. He's still not looking here with for us. Bigfoot. Still looking for Bigfoot. Sasquatch, or, uh, whatever he's looking for. Yeah, so it's the three of us sitting under my house tonight, um, which is in the same neighborhood as Vic and Brandon, and we're just sitting here talking about opening week of deer season. Yes. Um, and Vic, we're going to let you start it off, buddy. All right. Um, well, I think the intro just kind of blew it. <laughs> yeah, 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 really. Tell Spoiled us the story now. <laughs> that we'll was get, the teaser. We'll, we'll, get to, <laughs> we'll get to the actual hunt. So, um, get up on Friday afternoon, 2.30-ish, maybe 3 o'clock, um, something like that, and, and uh, prep our meal for Friday night, which is a steak. I uh, just went ahead and dropped it in the sous vide and just started cooking it. Fancy. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it worked out well. Um, it's nothing really different than putting it in like a slow cooker. Yeah, and then all you're doing is just finishing it off on a, on a skillet yeah. stovetop or whatever. I mean, it works out well. I'm sure it does. I've had y'all sous vide meat. It's so, pretty damn uh, good. So I, I leave and go to my stand Friday afternoon, I guess probably about 3.30, and Tommy was out there um, dragging... Who's Tommy? Tommy's our caretaker. The new Melvin. Yes, but he he, he doesn't <laughs> kill he doesn't kill our deer <laughs> on our property yeah. at least. He kills yeah. the deer, but yeah. not on our property. Um, he's dragging because he had planted, and actually, number one, I guess he planted that food plot first, maybe like a week ago, was actually starting to come up a little bit. Really? Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised. So I go in, I get into my climber in. By the time Tommy leaves, it's right around 4 o'clock. He's going to drag and everything. Because he knows we're all coming up to hunt. Or There was three of us up there. And um, just as quick as he was gone, I saw my first deer. Um, wasn't a good win for that deer. And so it picked me up and, and left out of there in a relatively hurry. Um, but didn't blow or stomp or anything? No, no. no this it, time it, of year, they just kind of smell and go. They yeah. Don't, they don't I mean, alerting much. Yeah. I mean... She knew that something was off, and yeah. so she just went ahead and slipped right back out the way she came. Yeah. Um, first night, I guess I saw I saw 12 deer. I had a group of four come in literally directly behind me. It's, it's crazy because the wind kind of swirled on Friday evening. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be a north wind, and it yeah, kind of changed. It was, it was it, swirling. Yeah. So the deer that came in directly behind me got within... 10 feet of me and made a hard right through the through the pine thicket that they, they were coming in and then went about 35 yards to the west of me and then came up um and so they didn't come into my area that i was hunting i could see them but i had tree limbs and stuff in the way it wasn't any other yeah. area that i could clean um and then i had late that evening I had two deer at 17 yards, and again, I wasn't, they, they weren't in a position for me to shoot. They came yeah. right up the trail, um, 
that runs kind of behind our food plot. And so, like, I, well, I climbed down and went over with my snippers and started started snipping limbs. I was like, because they both came, they both stopped at the same exact spot. And had I, had I, normally I would have trimmed those on the dove hunt and I didn't. Um, had I trimmed them, I would have shot one, if not both, of those deer. Yeah. Uh, so, no deer killed on Friday nights. Go back to the camp, eat a good dinner. Trip them were watching, I don't know, baseball or football, whatever it happened to be on. I went to bed, I got up, and I went to my stand a little late, actually. I went in about 6, and it, I don't know if I was late or due to the fact that the moon was so bright. It was freaking bright. Yeah, it was full. I, I, I don't like going to my stand and being able see to see everything. as I much agree. as I, I, I yeah. can see because yeah. uh, I just feel like if I can see then the deer can but see. But it was too. that way all night because yeah. we had no blinds on our windows and yeah. I was saying that all night. I was like man I could see 100 yards outside the window the tree line. It was, uh, That's it was not good. It was crazy. Um, so I, I really feel like even though you sent the, the, the table and showed the movement I, I feel like that full moon kept us from seeing deer it morning. definitely did. I did. I was not hunting in the middle of the day. That Brandon sent us the thing. Oh, yeah. Brandon that sent that. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They don't move with a full moon. They don't move as much at night. Yeah. So they'll they'll move later in the day. Well, they move more in the middle of the night because yeah. they can see and they're comfortable. And yeah. then they'll move in the middle of the day. Yeah. The they did morning. not move that. Yeah. They morning. moved their their pattern a little bit. I I did not see. I saw a turkey that morning. And a bunch of squirrels, and that was it. And I, I mean, I climbed down at about 9.30, um, went and had breakfast, and then I finished the shooting house. I put the door and the rail up and everything on number two. And I, got, I finished that up at 12.30. I took a shower, grabbed a couple of little protein bars that I had, and got dressed and went back out. And Now, when I left Saturday morning, when I left my climber, I left my bow at my climber. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going. I'm, I'm coming back. I'll just leave it sitting. It's always a mistake. Mistake. Yeah, it's always a mistake. Worst mistake ever. I've so, hundred times. Um, it's like I don't know. One o'clock. Tripping them were dogging me out. They were like, "Ew, stay, stay at the camp with us. Hang out with us." I'm like, "Dude, I came up here to hunt deer. I didn't come in here to sit down and watch football. I'm a hardwood boy. I'm, I'm gonna be hunting. I'm going to the woods. <laughs> so I left. And and so when I'm walking in, is I'm hunting. Uh, on the edge, on the northeast edge of our big food plot, on one of our big food, food plots, this is full of saw, uh, sawtooth acorns and uh, some pin oaks, and I mean they were they were dropping good. Um, as I'm walking into the entrance of the field, I catch a little movement. Yeah. So I, I got my binoculars, I grabbed them, looked, and I'm like, what in the world is this doe doing? It wasn't like fast movement; it was just kind of. Move a couple steps and stop. Move a couple steps and stop. I'm like, what in the world is this doe doing? It's right by this little patch of, I don't even know what the hell it is. It's it's, it's actually in the food plot. Next thing I know, I see the head and I'm like, holy cow, it's a coyote. And I have nothing. I have no knife, no yeah. gun, no bow, n- nothing. You didn't have your nunchucks? <laughs> no. <laughs> My name's not kidding. <laughs> so it comes out of the food plot and starts running down the trail towards me. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess you're kicking the face. We're, we're gonna go one on one. So I took off running towards it, and it, it I mean, it bolted straight yeah. into the woods. So I was like, man, I, I've been up there. We've been up there for 17, 18 years, maybe. And I have never seen a coyote on. I've heard them, but I've never seen them. 
So I go to my stand, I climb up into my stand, and um, it's by this point, I guess, 1.15. Now, between 1.15 and 3.45, the only entertainment I had was a couple of birds who were listening to the song Let's Get It On because that's all they did all afternoon, little finch birds. They got it on? Got it on. Or they sang Let's Get It On. they got it on. (laughs) These birds locked up, and they they hit the ground. I thought they were dead. I was like, holy cow. They were stuck together. That's the best best kind of getting it on. They separate, and they get back together. I was was just sitting in the stand just laughing at them. Videotape, man. We got phones. My phone had like 3% battery because I I didn't charge it, and I was like, in case I shoot something or see something that I I really want to record, I I, got to save it for real. Okay, let me stop you there. Hardwood Boys, better planning next time. We got a website. We got a Facebook page. We need pictures of birds getting it on <laughs> stuff like that so, since we got nothing else. Yeah. so I um I, it's about 345 in the afternoon now and I hear a squirrel start barking well that's sign number one there's something yeah, something that. that alerted that squirrel so I'm like all right here comes my first deer let's see if I can go ahead and hammer one of these out early so I've already have an arrow knocked into my my bow and it's just sitting in my bow holder uh, on my climber well about four o'clock I catch movement out in front of me and it was just like real quick I was like Shit. here's the deer so I reach over and I grab my bow as I get my bow in front of me I haven't even stood up I'm still sitting down as I get my bow in front of me and clip onto it there is a Total different coyote, a much younger coyote, standing 25 yards just looking at me. So I sat still and, you know, it just looked at me for a couple of seconds and then it made a break to from front left going to like towards my back left. Well, yeah. I have a tree sitting right there and I think to myself, I'm going to bust your ass. Yeah, so, two coyotes in the same hut. Yes. So as it, as it, gets behind the tree I draw back on it and, and like I get right up next to the tree and I'm, all I'm doing is waiting to see it come out and I'm just going to follow it and, and, and shoot it's yeah. fi- at this point he's going to yeah, be 15 just, yards just shoot at him. so the coyote stopped turned around and went back the same way it came mm-hmm. so I was like golly I can't even believe this so I released my bow and so when I release my bow my drop away rests Drop. Falls down. Yeah, it yep. dropped. That's what happened. It wouldn't happen if you had a shaved whisker biscuit. No, it wouldn't have. <laughs> whisker um, biscuit. So I uh, just have it, just reach up there, flip my rest back up, don't even pay attention, put my bow in my holder. Yep. So I'm sitting there, and nothing happens for an hour, probably an hour. And I'm like, damn, this coyote's done. Came in here. He sent it up my patch of hardwood, my my sawtooths that I'm hunting. Deer are used to that though. These deer might not come in here now. So about 5 o'clock I hear a squirrel off my left shoulder. He starts barking. I'm like, here we go. Let's get on. And now at this point I'm psyching myself up. I'm like, you got this. Let's let's make it happen. We got we we have to come home with the deer. We have to have pictures. All this sort of stuff just going through my head. 
I'm the champion, you know, this and that. And the other. <laughs> we yes. are the champion. Um, Me, you, and, and uh, Brandon jumping in a circle. Yeah. Got a deer. So, um, about maybe 10 minutes goes by, and I hear a twig break. And so I just slowly turn my head to look to see if I could see it. Because a lot of times these doe, they'll, they'll slip in through oh, the woods. They sneak you right won't in. even know. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah they're I, there. When I got my head turned, there's a buck at 60 yards. And I was like, holy cow. I, I did not even look at him with my binoculars. Yeah, you knew from I, 60 I, yards. Just from 60 yards. Boy. I'm going to shoot him. He, uh, there's no doubt I'm shooting this deer. Um, 10 inch G2s. Um, nice. His eye guards looked to be about four or five inches. So, I mean, this was a, a nice deer. And, yeah. and you know, I, I came home. I'm not typically one that's going to hunt a buck unless just something extravagant comes out there. And he was extravagant enough for me to that's want to shoot. That's what you're going to – yeah. yeah. Um, so, he stood there for – Maybe five minutes. It seemed like ten. Yeah. And I did not flinch a muscle. He didn't move. He he did. I didn't. Uh, okay. Um. You know. I I was turned and I was looking at him, and he is like looking up and he's trying to make me and he's moving his head. He's bobbing his head around. He's putting his nose up, sniffing the air. Took a couple of steps to his left, put his nose back up, sniffed the air, looked at me, and when he felt comfortable, he started moving. Yeah. And he crossed the road. Angling. It's not a road. It's, it's no, it's like, like a, a woods trail. Yeah. yeah. So he crossed that trail and got into the thicket. And so once he got into the thicket is when I stood up. So I, yeah. I stood up, and the second I saw his head move in there, I went ahead and drew back. Yeah. So at this point, he's in the thicket, and he's, he's like, just say, 46 yards out. But you can't get a shot. Um, yeah. not, not too thick. Not, it's a medium not shot that. for forty six yards. Yeah. It, it was it's, an open shot, maybe. If but. it was open, I would have taken yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I just needed him to just take three steps, four steps, and I had already that very first deer I saw on Friday. She was in that exact same spot, and so I hit her with the rangefinder. She was forty one yards. I'll yeah. take that shot all day long. Yeah. There's no issues there at all. So I've stood up and I've drawn back and I'm just waiting on him to get to that spot because he's going to that spot. Yeah. He hits that spot and stops. And I, I, it, it's on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got it. In my mind, now I have already. You've already picked out the place where his look, head's going in, yes. the, in the cabin. He, he was going to go over Brandon's bed. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I am the best hardwood boy yeah. ever. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be the first. I already know I'm, where this deer's going. I'm going home with a buck on opening weekend. <laughs> I have not done this in yeah. a really long time. So I, I put it I put it on his shoulder and pull the trigger on my release, and that arrow goes 15 yards. The opposite direction. Behind him. Really? Yes. It it basically came out of my bow at a forty five degree angle. So it scared him, but no, he was clueless. At, he was absolute clueless. He stood there. He was eating on some. Um, He's like, probably thinking, if that dude just shot at me and missed me by fifteen yards, I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I don't he care. Was, <laughs> he was eating on some some sticker bushes, or and there's some. Um, Wild scuppernong grapes out there, and he was munching on that before he went in to the sawtooth. So I was like, 
when it happened, I was like, holy cow. And and now I have my GoPro on my bow, and I'm thinking that I've turned it on and recording all this. Nope. No. <laughs> no, because I cut it on the day before, and Gil, Gil O'Brien says, you can do quick caption, it'll save your battery, this, that, and the other. Well, I thought I had it set up for quick caption. Uh-huh. It was dead as a doornail. Yeah, it just ran. And, yeah. I'm telling you, it's so hard. Dude. Dead as a doornail. So, um, and my phone, my poor phone is, is like about to be completely dead, and I wanted to save it in case I needed to get pictures in the woods, you know. So, I mean, all this is going through your head. My arrow goes 15 yards behind him. He doesn't even, doesn't even know what happened. Yeah. So I slowly reach over and I grab another arrow out of my quiver and I bring it up. And just as I get it knocked in, I flip my rest up and I clip on, he starts into the sawtooth. And like, I'm at this point, I'm like, this deer's not spooked. I don't want to spook him. I'll just be quiet and maybe he'll meander his way over. I just needed him, once he got in the sawtooth, I just needed him to come about 20 yards. To, towards the food plot, yeah, and I'm back in the open again. And once he got in there, yeah. I never saw him again. Yeah, not. I mean, he. So just, what was it? Maybe I wasn't listening. What caused that arrow to go 15 feet the other way? So when I flipped my rest back up, yeah, my arrow wasn't seated in my from rest. From the coyote. Yep. From the coyote. Yeah. So it's it's actually sitting down on the on on oh, my boat. So you like flipped the, up the rest. You I flipped put, the rest up, but it wasn't in the rest. But it, the arrow was just sitting on it. So when I when I released it, that pressure went against my yeah. bow and shot it. Whisker biscuit. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I know. Shaved whisker. <laughs> nope. Uh, you don't even need a shaved one. Mine's if you have a shaved one, it, yeah, but it saves your flights. I get that, but 1970s whisker biscuit will work too. Not you could hang upside down. You could throw it in a pool of water. You could bring it back up, shoot it, and just shoot like Rambo. I will tell you this: lesson learned from this point forward. Get a whisker biscuit, shaved whisker. (laughs) I will double check to make sure that my arrow is seated in my rest. You know, so I go back to the camp, and I I just know I'm going to get ten kinds of hell out of this. And I I I didn't see a thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get it now that he put it on the podcast. I am. I'm mad at the world, and it's not necessarily. I guess it's more of disappointment, yeah. Because there's hunting clubs around our, our property, and, and even our caretaker Tommy, he rents, he leases the land across the street from our property. So, you know, you know that deer is traveling all. I'm, this. I'm sure is. because yeah. I mean we've got, we've had pictures of deer that we wouldn't shoot because the neighbors shoot. Yes, yeah, of course. That, I mean Tommy's wife, Miss Sabrina, she has killed. We had a we had a really nice two year old six point, a really nice two year old six point. She killed it. Yeah. He lived through I mean, and we had him on eight of our fifteen cameras that yep. we had out in And they live there too, so Yeah. They're hunting a lot more and yes. they can they, you know, yeah, well, it's they, gonna they happen. can pattern the deer better. Yes. They, they know. So, um, you know, that's the disappointing part of it. Um I will say this, not this weekend coming up, next weekend I will be up and I will um, attempt to to take that deer out. I mean, or, or a deer. Yeah, now you're going to be hooked on that deer. Yeah. You're going to be in no, that spot I, a lot. I, I can I can assure you, if a doe comes in the rain, I'm flipping her over. There's no yeah. There, there's no questions about it. Yeah, no. I, I, if you could live there, you could 
you have such a better chance of killing one of those big boys. And I won't say it's a once in a lifetime because you've probably killed deer similar to that, and you probably will throughout your life. But it, it's a once every ten year thing. Yeah, it's not I mean, common. it really is. That's the way we hunt. It, it's not a once in a lifetime, probably. But it's once every ten years, and when it doesn't happen, it just wasn't meant to be, um, because of no 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 other issue other than you didn't human, see that human yeah, error. Yeah, it's your own fault, yep. and there's there's no one to blame, and the disappointment is real. That's why I want this show to be real. It's the it's the truth. It We're going to tell people the truth. This is hunting. It's not like you see on TV where they have five big bucks they've killed in Iowa and Illinois. That's not real. Yes, we could pay. To go to a place like Texas or Iowa or uh, something like that, and where you're guaranteed to kill a deer, and talk but about they, that. They have scouts that take them and yeah. put them on the deer, and they're and they're hunting. It. I get that they are hunting. They're not bad hunters. I'm not saying they're not doing what they say they're doing, but that's not the common man's way of hunting. Right. We get to go up every couple weekends. We might go up four or five times a year. We put in all this work and effort. And then when the big boy steps out, if we make a mistake, we make a mistake, and we're probably not going to get to see him for a long yeah. time. We might get, you might get lucky. He and might you make get mistakes because you're only hunting a couple weekends a year. Exactly. Yeah. You can't make that mistake and then get away with it. And sometimes you do. I, I've done it where everything was perfect. I still messed up, and we still got the deer, or I still killed the deer. So that's the ten-year point. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> when it happens. I'm hoping that. Um, that you know, I get the opportunity again. I, I will not make that mistake twice. Uh, and I hope you do too. I, but I'm glad you told us that story. Uh, yeah. And then nothing. Because I would just came back. And I didn't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> but nothing. You didn't see anything Sunday either. Um. Well, Saturday afternoon, I still had opportunities. I, I saw. I saw four more. I had four more does come in there. With no um, shots. But you know where my arrow landed. And, and, and it was lit up. I think that spooked the does. Yeah. And why wouldn't it? Yeah. Of course. That that evening because they they nothing were, else came in there. No, they came in and they came in at, at that spot. In like they they came in and immediately turned around and walked off. It was like they all converged into that one spot right there, and I had a good wind. Your arrow was still there. Yeah, my yeah, arrow lit was up. lit they up. See what, what color was it? It's orange. They still see it. They still see a light. They might not see it. And they, yeah, they, they see, see even they see a light. They, they maybe the even smelled a smell on my arrow. Um, Probably, you know, because the wind was blowing in my favor at that point because yeah. it, it was blowing out of the northeast. It was blowing left shoulder to right side. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you had to touch the arrow to get yeah. it. So I'm, I'm just assuming that they caught a sniff of that and, and just they, they backed out. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Hardwood Boys Eye Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you're climbing in a tree, don't forget to wear those harnesses. It's not worth getting hurt. And whatever you're doing in the outdoors, stay hard. <laughs>